Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Everybody in Magic Our Way Land. My name is Kevin, and I am Danny. And tonight with us we have Eli. How you doing, Eli? Ah, uh, good. How y'all doing out there? Doing pretty good. Actually, I think our listeners are confused because they're probably wondering. Wait a minute, an episode, and it's not Tuesday. <laughs> it's not Tarat Tuesday, man. So we're not releasing. We're, we're, we're releasing this early. We're like, what's going on? They may um, just be confused because you're talking and it's not me. I know. That's true. Yeah. Welcome um, back. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Yeah, thank nice you. little uh, month off. Yeah, I did. I was playing with a bunch of witches. You know, they were flying around, <laughs> arguing, getting into cat fights, and then they made up and they sang the super duper friendship song and everything's good. And she runs off with a scarecrow and it's all good. It's all good. Is that what happens? That's what happens. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Every weekend on Bourbon Street. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> scarecrow, come over here. That's right. Nobody takes a bath, right? Nobody, I uh, guess not. Okay. Yeah, everything's magical in the land of Oz. So, but, yeah, know, I did a month of that, and I'm back here up on the mic, and you know, it's, did I keep your chair nice and broken in? You did, yeah. It feels good, you know. You know, it's my tailbone's fitting in a nice little slot. My, uh-huh. my cheeks are good, so yeah, everything's nice. Everything's chair's comfy. comfy. How, chair's comfy. How's Tina? Was she Tina's happy good. to see you? Yeah, she is. She's all happy. <laughs> you know, she's very good. She appreciates instructions because you touched her nicely, so she was happy. She did enjoy my touch, but uh, she did not care so much for Lee. <laughs> she would not let Lee hear any of our. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, oh. it was it was kind of bad, but you know we worked through it. You worked uh, through it. You got to tell Lee to book Tita a vacation. You know, <laughs> get those lights moving. That's right. That's right. Anyway, Lee's out on assignment. He's counting shoes somewhere at your local friendly mall, probably somewhere in the state, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll have him on our regular episode. We'll release that next episode coming up on next Tuesday. But guys, we're recording early. Uh, because we want to talk about a couple of things that have happened, some recent events that happened in Orlando area, and I'm sure you're going to know what we're going to talk about, but we want to just make a special episode just to kind of address that. Some time has passed. Um, some things have kind of uh, kind of uh, calmed down a little bit. Um, some reactions have been done, and so we wanted to kind of put our two cents in and kind of talk about the two things which you probably know of, and we're talking about the incident at the Pulse nightclub, mm-hmm. as well as the alligator incident at the Grand Floridian on the beaches. So that's the topic. First of all, we, we do want to say that we're thinking about you guys and keeping y'all in our prayers for anybody that's been affected by this. Uh, just let us know that we are thinking of y'all, and, and you're more than welcome to reach out to us. Uh, we'd be glad to you know offer any comfort that we can, whether it's uh, just us being us, or if you want us to do something special for uh, if there is a loved one lost or a loved one affected, you want us to reach out to them. Let it be known that we'll do that for our listeners. So um, we're going to talk about each of the incidents. And I think the first thing we're going to kind of touch upon on is the incident at the Pulse nightclub, uh, the, the terrorist attack that happened there where a lot of members lost their lives. I know there's one, uh, and I know non-Disney, but it's Universal employee that used to work at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter yeah. that lost his life in that. Um I'm sure you guys have read uh, the news reports, um, and I don't think I need to go into much detail about this. Do, I, do you think I need to recap? No, no, not at all. In fact, I mean, I would say we're not going to get political with this. We're not going to no. express. I mean, shoot, I think if if you pulled the three of us in this room, I don't think the three of us would agree on the correct method of, of how you handle situations like this. Yeah. You know, like I don't own a gun. Kevin is... Dirty Harry. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got an arsenal in his basement. So I, I don't want to come across as a political right. thing at all that we're offering opinions. Because like I said, I don't know that we'd agree with one another. But um, 
what I would like to say about it is uh, kind of, you know, to echo what you were saying before. Uh, yeah, you want to first and foremost send out your thoughts and prayers to the victims, the families. Mm-hmm. And also what you want to do is, you know, try and go ahead and, and as a Disney podcast, think about it and talk about it from the uh, aspect of Disney. Because, you know, I, I can tell you this, like for us, the week this happened, we were set, we were set to release a show, and y'all may have seen this on Facebook. We were set to release a show about uh, the, the the movement yeah. that the Gay and Lesbian Alliance had set forth about making Elsa yeah. gay, making Captain yeah. America gay. And whereas I don't think we said anything remotely disrespectful or insensitive, right. um, it probably would have been bad timing. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would have been bad timing, so we delayed the release of that show, and that. That show's in the bank, so it, you will hear it at a future date, maybe, maybe immediate future, yeah. maybe within the next week or two. Who knows? Yeah, and we did want to get a chance to explain our thoughts behind that particular episode. It wasn't anything in reaction to what had happened, right? Anything else? This is a completely, totally different article that had come out a month ago, a month and a half ago, probably that we wanted to put together a, an episode about. So it was nothing to do with the nightclub or anything else like that. But you will hear the episode is in the bank, ready to go. Mm-hmm just waiting for the opportunity time, but we just, you know, just out of tact and just timeliness and sensitivity of, of those listeners that are uh, in, in that community. We just want to, you know, we just, just kind of wait on it. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the smart thing to do. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I think that we want to do now is kind of look at this incident because I mean, unlike the alligator incident where I think, you know, that is directly related to Disney, uh, this, uh, the shooting is more collateral damage. You yeah. know, Disney just so happened to be in uh, proximity, uh, impacted yeah. by, yes. you know, what had happened there because this guy was on property. He was at Disney Springs. He, mm-hmm. he was there when me and my family were there. And, uh, yeah, there was evidence to support that he was considering his attack on Disney Springs right. and not the nightclub that ended up yeah. uh, terrorizing, I, I guess is, is how you put it. And uh, so, yeah, in, in terms of how that affects Disney going forward, I guess, is, is what we're mm-hmm. you know, here to discuss and, and our thoughts on that. Right. Um, my thoughts on that are, are pretty simple in the sense of I think that, um, you know, we all knew this was a possibility. Yeah. That, yeah. Disney would be a target. At least I would hope. We I'd didn't hope talk you guys about would. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope people would think it's a possibility and not completely be... Like, oh, it would never happen in Disney World. Just completely aloof to the fact that that is possible. It well, is a, but you know, but you know, it's tough though because Disney is supposed to be the mecca yeah the respite make, from everything make else. Believe you don't yeah. want to go somewhere and still have to worry right about it. Well, they sell this this dream that you're you're leaving the the world of reality yeah. where bad things can happen. And you're entering this magical world and it's friendly and it's fantastic and it's wonderful and it's safe. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. I think that you're the, entering the bubble, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, a lot of people say that. I think the magical bubble burst yes. yeah. with with this. Yeah, uh, and and again, it, through no fault of Disney's own. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't want to say it's kind of like when your home's been like burglarized. But do you think something like because he didn't? I mean, it's scary, but he didn't do anything there. I mean, thank God, you know, because he, from what I read, it was like you know he didn't want to hurt any kids. But I mean. There is that realm of reality that you can say, okay, well, you just put out more metal detectors or you have like a set of metal detectors before you get on the tram and, you know, the monorail, I'm sorry, and then get to the park in another set just to be double safe. I mean, 
Well, what they do right now, and I, and I saw this firsthand when, when we were there, is that when you get off the monorail, uh, get off the bus, wherever you're going, is that they have a uh, they have a metal detector there because mm-hmm. they randomly select you. They don't say everyone needs to go through there, and kids certainly don't need to go through. Oh there. no, that's another set of problems right there. Then. Well, but I mean, they're trying to go ahead and say, hey, we're just going to randomly select because I mean, if they start making everyone go through a metal detector with all the bags and stuff that people are bringing into the parks. I mean, you, you, the wait to get into these parks is, is going to be 15, 20 minutes. I'm fine with the wait. No, no, I'm fine with the wait. I think a lot of people would be uh, just to be assured of safety in some kind of sense. But, I mean, also at the same time, don't lose sight of the fact that the entrances to these parks are bottlenecks. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be in a park to do damage. Mm-hmm. Just the amount of people waiting outside to enter, to go through bag check, to go ahead and and run their tickets and put their fingerprint down. Mm. Yeah, you could go ahead and put metal detectors everywhere, but it's still not going to ensure that an attack wouldn't happen in the very front of the park before that ever even happened. Right. Um, but where I was going with this before, when you go to the parks, one of the quickest way to assure that you're going to be one of the ones selected to go through the metal detectors is walk in there by yourself. Walk in there as a single male. Mm-hmm. And you'll get pulled out every line every single time. I mean, they, they say it's random, but trust me, whenever I went with my family and I had my daughter, I went right in. Whenever I came in and it was early and I was stopping by to get coffee while my wife and daughter were still sleeping in the room, every single time. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Right, right through here. Right. You know, right, right. Yeah. So they know enough. Hey, single males with uh, facial hair, darker skin, <laughs> <laughs> just males. Just you're a single guy. Like, why are you there? Yeah, you got a trench coat. Come over here. Mm-hmm. It's summertime. What are you doing? Exactly. So you're going to be pulled aside if if you go in there like that. Yeah. Um, and you're right, also that no one really got hurt uh, in in this sense. But then couple this with the alligator story. All right. And there again, now this whole idea, this place where your brain goes on vacation, and you just let be our guest. Sit back and let us take care of everything. No, you better keep your your wits about you because uh, it's not as it's not as easy as all that. You have to, yeah, you absolutely have to. When when I've toured the parks, I've never was one to just completely let loose to the bubble. You mm-hmm. know, maybe put, call it paranoia or whatever. That's just me. You know, mm-hmm. get it from my dad. Even though I'm still in the parks, you know, and I'm with the Disney thing, I know I'm going to have a good time. I know I know I'm going to be able to escape for a little bit, but. It's still a structure within the land of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, for me at least, I'm just speaking about myself, I couldn't completely leave it just to chance, so to speak. You know, I, can't, I, I couldn't be not aware of where I am and what's going on. I'm interpreting this as you're packing when you go to the park. No, what I'm <laughs> saying. No. I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, my head's on a swivel. My man. family is protected. No, you serious? That, that, I am. Yeah. Wow. I, I've never just said, oh, I'm, I'm in Disney World. I'm just going to let it go. Really? I've always been wow. like, you know, even though I'm in Disney World, it's to me, you know, I, I always think it's a city. You know, it's still a city of yeah. some sort. Mm-hmm. And so there's always going to be different types of personalities, different things that will happen, things that are bound to happen when you have so many people together. And when you have so many people to keep track of, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's it's not that I don't have a good time, but I'm not going to be so, I don't want to just use the word naive, but just not aware of what's happening, you know, or aware that something could happen. Mm-hmm. 
you think about how many visitors go to say you know Walt Disney World, uh, Disneyland. Shoot, Disneyland on a summer's day, holy Moses, mm-hmm. packed all can be. Super Bowl, you know, big events like that, concert events, even you know, mm-hmm. that is always possible. You don't want to think about it. You know, sometimes, yeah, I do, I do skate for a little bit, but at the same time, it's like you, you, you can't. I, 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 at least I can't be completely aloof and say, yeah, this will never happen. You no, know, it's possible. Yeah, you know, and, and look, and that's what's terrible about this is that. <laughs> They always seem to want to go after our entertainment, whether it be a like what was yeah. it, a concert in London, yeah. a theme park, a, a nightclub, like uh, our weak points where where our guard is down and right. it's not so where people go to escape from right. life. Where, right. as you put it, yeah, you're not you're less likely to be paying attention to something like that happening. Yeah. And uh, Disney is the one place where I got to be honest, like. I, I stressed out about getting there. I stressed out about something happening. But once I entered into the gates, I felt relieved. I can't say, I mean, you're talking about a place where people, adults are there for 10 minutes. And next thing you know, they're wearing a goofy hat or Mickey yeah, ears right. and a ridiculously loud t-shirt. I mean, they let themselves go. It's like one of those oh, yeah. things to where maybe you've had this happen before. All of a sudden you're getting off the plane and you realize you're still wearing these kind of clothing and people are looking at you like, what the heck is wrong with yeah. that? Oh, just got back from Disney. Sorry. Still, still living the magic. Yeah, let me take this goofy hat off. I'm sorry you know, that's funny, that. though. Like us being from New Orleans, where we think purple, green, and gold go well together. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we exactly. We wear beads wherever we go. Uh-huh. So, you mean they don't? I think oh. they do. I like it. Uh, I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rock that. I don't care. Anyway, back to that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, one good aspect is, and I think we covered this a long time ago somewhere, at least... Disney has a respect of their airspace, right? Like they don't really let planes or something like go over yeah, Disney, right? Like we talked about airspace. that yeah. once, right? Yeah, so yeah. there are some measures that they they've taken, but yeah, you can always prep more. Uh, you know, absolutely. You know? Oh yeah, and you know, and I'd be curious to have a security professional come on, somebody who worked within Disney security to come on the show and uh, give us a sense of. The methods that we don't see that, like, we all know that they have people in plain clothes walking the streets, keeping an eye on things as well as uh, the Disney security team that you see. But generally, I mean, you associate that kind of stuff with um, stealing, is that they're keeping an eye on people to make sure no one steals. But I am curious to know, like, if something happened, how quickly is somebody with a gun going to appear in Disney space? Because I can tell you this much, when I entered into the parks, it was the first time I've ever seen Disney professionals with dogs. There were dogs out there as oh, well. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, not Pluto. No, not Pluto. <laughs> real dogs. Real I, dogs. I know they have plainclothes personnel roaming yeah. the place like crazy. Mm-hmm. Because especially for shoplifters lifters and everything else. Right. That I can kind of be comfortable with, knowing that at least some somebody somewhere is watching. Right. But... Yeah, you know, the, the thing is, you know, I don't want to make, make me sound like I'm completely paranoid when I go to Walt Disney World, because I'm not... You said this a lot, couple of times now. Yeah, I'm getting, I have. I'm yeah. getting paranoid yeah. about you being paranoid. But the fact that, and maybe, I don't know, but the fact that I'm aware of that may, allows me to enjoy my life even more so. If that make kind of sense? It's like, I know if the possibility of something like that were to happen were to end my life, it's like, why not enjoy it now while I'm in one of the best places on earth? Hmm. I, I, you all kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. What you said makes complete sense. It just that, man, I never, I never pegged you as that kind of guy. I mean, you seem so cool. And a guy that never really is phased by much. Like Eli knows this about me that I'm a hypochondriac, a warrior when it yeah. comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you don't wear your. Um, <laughs> no, not usually. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I couldn't look at you and tell. But um, I'm probably calm because of the fact that I'm like, 
I, I recognize, okay, something like that could happen to me. So I'm going to enjoy it regardless and just, just, just live life. Yeah. I, and I think that's another good point is you don't want something like this to make you more fearful Yeah, because then I mean, that's cliche to say, but then the guy wins. Even, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Even if he's, you know, not here on the earth anymore, like, you know, that's amazing. Like, ha ha, you know, you can't enjoy yourself because you're 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 mm-hmm. con- concerned. And and really, like you said, you're you're guest here. So the most you really can do is just figure that Disney has thought of every possible thing and they're prepared. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the most you can own because you're going into their area. There's right. not too much you can really do in that sense. I mean, you're pretty much, you know, yeah. vulnerable. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are. You're vulnerable. And it's a sense of like going into a fight with an opponent where their first target is to go for your balls. That's what they're aiming for first. Or you're, yeah. you're where your kids a, yeah, are, yeah. where your family is, where you are. Yeah. They're not attacking. Or you could say it like this, like you're attacking somebody that has the flu at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. And, right. and, and like with the club, again, I read the guy had been there before. I mean, he, right. you know, people knew who he was. I mean, so if you have a guy, and like you say, he wants to go right for your balls, it's not just him saying, hey, how you want to fight? Boom, right for the balls. It's more like, okay, you know what? I scoped out your balls. I saw a Lord of Hang. I know right where to punch. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just somebody it that that went and frequented the place. And I'm not trying to put myself in this person's head, but it's like, do they have a, a debate with themselves and say, well, look, look at all these people enjoying themselves. Maybe I can be a part of this. And then just say, no, they don't want me or, or something like that. It just triggers such a crazy action. I think you're, you're dealing with people who are just nutcases that like to see their face. And by the way, the national media com- accommodates them so well. Yeah. I don't know that a 14-year-old girl takes as many selfies as this Yahoo did. Uh, <laughs> but I think I've seen every single one of them plastered. All Every time I go on CNN, Fox, whatever I go on, I got to see a picture of this guy posing in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I stopped and, looking. Yeah, well, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. If you can, but I mean, you can't check the news. Part of right. stop looking means stop looking at anything where you might get your news at because you're going to see this guy. You're going to know his name, and you're inspiring people who think like, "Hey, if I do something like this, I am famous. Yep, I right. am immortal." And then their screwed up little heads. Suddenly, something like this starts to make sense, and that's where the national media does us no favors by saying, "Okay." Anybody that does something like this, overnight everyone will know your name. And right. I think the idea should be that no one should ever know their name. Absolutely. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. So, guys, just to kind of uh, wrap up this little part of the discussion, man, we just want to say, look, it's a terrible tragedy, terrible incident. And like I said, any weekends, any listeners out there that were affected by this, man, we want to let you know that you're in our prayers. Uh, we, even though we don't know who you are, I mean, if you want to reach out to us, you're more than welcome to show it at magicroway.com. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, any, any way we can comfort you guys, uh, we'd be more than welcome to help. Yeah. And just, uh, to piggyback off what you're saying real quick, Kevin, I mean, that's kind of why we're doing this show. I mean, this is like an extra show. We don't, yeah. we don't need to be doing this, but we're kind of doing this as kind of a, I don't know if it helps. Yeah. I know a lot of people have got to been hearing a lot of the stuff that, about Disney and as, yeah, the, the world's a little bit shakier. The world's not as magical today. Yeah, yeah. Well, It's not yeah. to say it won't be again and not to say in a couple of months that, that they can't implement things that could help make us feel all magical and warm mm-hmm. and fuzzy again. And I'm sure that will happen. I mean, there's been there's been accidents, there's been tragedies yeah. that have happened before on Disney property. Uh, and like I said, granted, the Orlando shooting 
wasn't that, but like the alligator attack was, and we're about ready to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But um, just for more than anything else, just as a cathartic thing to help our listeners kind of yeah. cope with this, come to kind of some kind of terms so you can move beyond it. Right. And, um, and that's but at the yeah. same time, yeah. incorporate it into your mindset. So that way be a little careful when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why we recorded it. Not we released the show, not on our regular Tuesday release date. Um, we, we just did this something separate. So, you know, you choose to listen to it. If you want choose, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Yeah. And that's fine. However it works for you. If you, if you want us our regular shows on Tuesday to comfort you, and allow that to be that. But just let us know if you happen to listen to the episode. We're there for you. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> so, like friends. Yeah. So yeah, now we're gonna, we may not be as funny today as 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 we are, or maybe you're saying, well, these guys never were funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh yeah, it's a little bit more of a somber thing, but it's yeah. a different type of thing, which is why it's not a normal show. Yeah, and it's, it's labeled as such. But uh yeah. we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about the something that just absolutely broke my heart. You yeah. know, I was re I was following the story while I was still doing wicked. And it just absolutely just tore at me because, you know, I, I, I'm a parent of a little one and so is Danny. and Three. He, three, yeah, three little ones. Mm-hmm. You know, one about the, pretty much the same age as the one, uh, the child that got taken. And, uh, you know, Eli is a parent. Well, granted, his is older, but he went through what we were going through now. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it just a- absolutely just tore at my heart, man, you know. And this is the incident about the alligator on the beach of the Grand Floridian. I'm sure you know what happened. Hopefully you do. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go into any details about that. But yeah, I mean, that's just absolutely heartbreaking for me to hear. You know, it's just, I could say, I don't want to sound callous by saying, yeah, yeah, it's, it's nature. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. alligator went on his natural instincts and he saw something and he went for it. Um, but still, it's just, it's just a sad thing to happen. Well, of, every, of everyone that's culpable here, the alligator is probably the least culpable which is the, the scary I part agree of it with out, that. acts on instinct yeah it's it's gonna yeah. do what nature made it to do right it's unfortunate uh that that happened but at the same time and this is probably where i'm gonna tick off a few of our listeners here but um, never never <laughs> they want to hear if you hard if you two more weekend stick it out well and just, well, and just to preface look we, we're offering our opinions here yeah that's well we have our own show and we welcome, like I said, uh, I say this at the beginning of the show, all opinions are welcome on this show. So if we say something that you disagree with, man, by all means, reach out to us, let us know. Mm-hmm. If you're screaming at your iPod, man, record it on your phone, your smartphone. Or, yeah, don't waste that. Yeah, well, if, you agree, if, yeah, you if you agree. If you agree. Yeah, if you agree, then by all means, this do the not, exact same thing. You know, we're not really pulling any punches. I mean, yeah. you know, that's... I mean, this show, uh, one of the reasons why I got into the show is I want I want everybody's opinions to be welcome. So, yeah, by all means. Yeah, See, you then know? you fired me up saying that. Well, you uh, know, I, sorry. I, I, yeah, and I hope I've engendered enough goodwill with our listeners to know that uh, I, I'm fair-minded and I speak my mind and, uh, you know. Um, yeah, you're pretty much known for that. Yeah, and if this is your first that, yeah. episode, by all means, this is the wrong episode to start with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a special edition episode. Check, catch out regular or one of our show. It's a numbered show. This won't be numbered, but uh, just catch out any of the women. We're up to 122. So you got one to 122 to choose from before you listen to this. So. I apologize. I didn't mean to laugh at that. You just kind of caught me off guard with that. No, but I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's this true. This is not a good start oh, This point. is not a good no, start. You're right. No, no, you're right. I mean, it, it even going to say special edition. If anything, oh, man. You know? <laughs> Don't judge us upon that. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, this no. is this is a serious. We're serious here. But this one yeah. is, is, is really tied into... Disney, which is what it we have on, to yeah, cover. Happened I mean, on if, property, yeah. If, if, if we didn't talk about this, and people would be like, hey, y'all not real. Y'all scared. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, granted, most, most uh, Disney podcasts are probably touch upon it. 
because they want to keep it a positive light. But we want to be at least one of the guys that at least has no fear to at least discuss it. Because I know there's some people that want to talk about well, this and, kind of a thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. and the danger of that is, and this is why I said I, I was worried about taking off some people, is that when you do shows like this, you got to realize that the people who are listening to these shows are the biggest Disney fanatics out there. I mean, yeah. there are Disney fanatics. This is this is the top one percent of Disney fanatics that listen to. Uh, podcasts about mm-hmm. Disney and, and so many of them really that they, they're on a rotation. I mean, yeah. So you know that when you're saying something negative about the company, I think that's why so many people try and, and spin it positive, positively that you risk ticking off your listeners. But again, yeah. you, you just hope you've engendered enough goodwill to show that you, you're fair minded and you think well of the company and that you genuinely, genuinely are a Disney fan. That when you do speak negatively, it's, you know, people just don't think you're bashing the company, but that you're. Um, you're embracing you're speaking the, from your, your world. Right. Yeah. And, I and, mean, we speak you know, from the heart. We explore both sides of the coin. We, we hopefully leave no fact unturned. You know what <laughs> it's like? It, yeah. It's yeah. like being a parent, you know, yeah. like you have a kid and if your kid does something bad or if your kid gets a, a, like in an altercation or, or a fight with another kid, mm-hmm. natural parent instinct is you want to give your child right. It wasn't my, my little Jimmy didn't do that. That was that other kid. Yeah, well, even and, if, but even if it's like it's defending the kid, right. you know, kids like yeah, you defend himself. Hey, kid, good job. You, you got to take the punishment, but you know, love you. And that's the instinct. Is is it wasn't Disney's fault? It was this. A, but there's also times where you know, and, and a good parent knows this. When you sit back and you look at, it, you have to be fair minded, and you have to say, right, all right, well, maybe this is a little time for some tough love. And I think this is an incident that calls for a little tough love. Right. Not uh, not everybody can get a certificate for participation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a whole other topic for another no day. Ribbons <laughs> no ribbons. No so, ribbons. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you lead off the discussion. Oh, no. I, I, that's, that was just kind of a preamble to just say, look, before we get going, mm-hmm. I just want to give you an idea where we're coming from. So look, at please, if you're mad and you disagree, feel free to go ahead and, and write in. Reach but, out to us. We're not going to turn yeah. you down. I promise. Please yeah. still love us tomorrow. Trust exactly. me. I promise well, we will not turn you down because I've been turned down many a times. Yeah, and I promise myself we will not do that on this don't, show. Don't leave that money on the counter and never show back up. <laughs> so we're about you to know. get into it, so be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say this really quick and then I'll let it go. Um, I didn't know if this was something that was starting to become a trend as far as animal attacks, basically, mm-hmm. you know, because of you know what happened with Harambe uh, before, if like, you know, the powers that be you're like hey this is a new trend which i really hope it's not something that they always want to cover but i was like god that's kind of too coincidental you know well, what i'm saying but with harambe the the danger was clear and present mm-hmm. and the kid seeing the danger said i want to go say hello to the danger mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh this is different where there was no warning of of the danger to come and that's why you know what what a my thoughts on the matter is that this is whereas before uh, with the Orlando shooting, it, it was a case of collateral damage for Disney. I think in this instance, Disney definitely has blood on their hands. Now this one, now his, now this was something I tried to follow up on just to see if there was, you know, before I threw it out. And I had mixed, I had like mixed information. So maybe you guys could clarify this for me. Was there or was there not at least some sort of warning sign something like you know i read in some cases there wasn't one i read in other cases there was just like you know no swimming that's 
the answer is that there was one sign that said no swimming. Okay. That was, the, that was the only thing. And I know a lot of people have used that to say, well, see, child shouldn't have been in the water. Uh, that's a very narrow-minded it's, viewpoint. But that's tricky, though, right? I mean... No. Well, either way, think- you know, Disney would be culpable, I think. Huh? Disney's still culpable regardless of that sign, yeah? Yeah, well, Disney's culpable from the, from the standpoint that, A... I don't know what dictionary people are using to get their definition of swimming, <laughs> mm-hmm. but walking in four to six inches of water is not swimming. If that's the case, every night I take a bath, I'm doing laps, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm an Olympic <laughs> swimmer now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's a rubby ducky. It's not swimming. It's four, it's four to six inches of water. Walking in that is not swimming. And, and also, there's a big difference between no swimming, lifeguard not on duty. No swimming, there's an undertow. No swimming... But, but there's watercraft in the area. No swimming. Dangerous animals in water might be present and eat you. There is a duty to warn of the dangers therein to where it's not just about don't swim. It's don't dip a toe in this water because if you get too close and you are a small child, because that's what it is. Alligators will prey on small th- things that they feel that they can crush. Grab, I mean, yeah, and grab. You know, a uh, two-foot kid. Mm-hmm. come on i mean and that's what happened and that kid was standing there and and look i'll just tell you just lay it out because yeah. that's what i'm saying i i tried to read something on this one just like you know our last topic and i this one was a little more gray area you know so well, yeah let, let me let me put it to you like this okay so a week ago not well a little bit more than a week ago now uh i went to disney world some of y'all may know that mm-hmm. uh and we stayed at the grand floridian and um we were on that beach, and uh, first night we were there, we went back to the room early, and my wife was not feeling good, and she had a cold, and she was trying to relax, and I told my, my daughter, let's go exploring. You know, we, and when we went around the resort checking out different things, and it was getting night, and it was, I don't know, maybe about 9, 9.30. Okay. And we're walking around, and I'm showing her the different areas of the road. So, of course, she wants to see the pool. She gets to the pool. Daddy, can I get in the pool? And I was like, no, so you can't get in the pool, but give me your shoes and socks. You can you can walk. And I rolled up her, her she had a little leggings on. I rolled those up so she could walk around the water and splash with her feet. And then from there, we went to a little Mad Hatter area, and she walked around and splashed around in there. And then we made our way out to the beach. And it's nighttime, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and she's like, Daddy, they have a beach. And she goes making a beeline right for that water. Mm-hmm. And she steps into the water, and I said, ah, no, 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 sweetie, uh-uh, you can't go in that water. That is, is there a sign or anything? Yeah, there's that a is? sign that says no swimming. But mm. all, all she's doing is, again, standing in about maybe two to three inches of water. Okay. It, no different than standing in a, a slightly deep puddle. And she looks back at me like, why? Because the sign may say no swimming, but the appearance says this is a friggin' beach. You know? <laughs> a kid sees mm. beach, and they're like, of course, this is cool. And as a parent, I mean, you see no swimming, but you're like, well, she's ankle deep in water. What? There's no harm here. Yeah, you always think don't go out towards the middle. Of course, uh, yeah. Uh, the water, you know, you always see movies like Jaws, Creepshow 2, yeah. you know, where they go out and get eaten by this thing, and then they say no swimming. So I'm watching her, and, and I said, look, just stay right there. You, you can stay there, but no further. And I start taking in the view, because it's a magnificent view. Right. And... As I'm looking around, the first thing I start to see is that, you know, you're dealing in an area that used to be a swamp. I mean, this is a man-made lake. I mean, but it used to be a swamp. Mm -hmm. And you can see the swamp is reclaiming the land. Mm -hmm. There are reeds sprouting out. 
out of the water everywhere. Okay. I mean, the first thing that popped in my mind is like, you know, bad show. You know right. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the, when you see like crack paint or something that they're just not maintaining. Right. The first thing that popped in my head is like this. I'm back home. This, back. This, yeah, <laughs> this doesn't even look like a beach. They're not yeah. even trying anymore. And the water was gray. It was murky. It just looked nasty. And finally, just got this sense of ickiness. And I think I, what it was is I remember the brain-eating amoeba from Old River Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And finally, I just said, you know what, Lily? Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I just I got creeped out by the whole thing and just said, let's go. This is this Too looks weird. nasty. Yeah. And the following day, as we get in the monorail for the first time during the day, and we're passing, we go right onto this area, and you can look straight down to the water. And... The reeds are everywhere. It has overtaken. Some of them are about four to six feet tall. Now, I mentioned all this to say is that, and this I don't, I don't see that this is going reported, but Disney had really let it go. I mean, they make they took this area and made it inviting to wildlife to want to go ahead and do this. And not only that, they provided them with camouflage. Yeah, it's like the Everglades at exa that point. You can go. There is no way you can convince me that. Yeah, all you got to do, I'll show you the picture I took of the beach that night, and you can see the reeds right there and within the water. You can't tell. Oh, alligator could have been hiding right there, and you would have never We'll post it. it on the website, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, there's actually a woman who took picture of her child standing out on the water, and, mm. and he was in there like an hour before the attack happened. And again, he was standing like two to three inches of water, and you can see the reeds sprouting up through the water right where he was. Um, so, yeah, Disney... They stopped maintaining that area. They let it go. Mm -hmm. Well, I got. You, I'm sorry. You said, no, no, no. Go, go right ahead. No, um, I won't. I won't re relay my source. But I talked to somebody who used to, you know, work for them, uh, like a long time ago, and they said that this problem had been happening since then. And mm -hmm. We're talking about since my daughter's 16 now. We're talking about since I first brought her there, which was like, you know, she's like. Yeah, your daughter's Asian. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, so they've always had this going. Now maybe now that it's come out into the light, mm -hmm. they're like, you know, oh no, this is bad. But yeah, this person told me that this has always gone. Like, um, mm -hmm. and I and, and my question to to them was, well, okay, if y'all see this, you had to figure out what the origin is. I mean, you know, if, if this was like a zoo, you're like, well, shoot, you know, we're in. The Everglades is there's not much we could really you know do here, but now you're building a structure around it. Surely, mm. there's some part of you say, hey, okay, we saw this, you know, this animal here before. It doesn't belong here. It's not an animatronic. It's not a person in a suit. <laughs> you know, something has to happen to bring them into that area. Well, and and that's my thought. Pro look. The Seven Seas Lagoon is fed in by a series of is it canals, Kevin, yes, yes, feeding yes. the Bay Lake that feeds into this man-made lagoon. That's the other thing people don't realize is that you know, yeah, I was good, yeah, it's a man-made lagoon. It's not like people are like, oh, how come people wouldn't have known that? One, when you're dealing with people from Nebraska, and either, I, I'm from the Louisiana, we have alligators down here. It didn't even occur to me that a man-made lake with no signs anywhere. Just again, maybe being within the bubble, you just you pay a premium to feel safe, right? Right, <laughs> and and a for big that, premium, yeah. And um, and you kind of alluded to this being an ongoing problem. There was recently, I mean, a lot of reports were being put out, and then more and more as it's coming to light, it's quite apparent. And this is where Disney is really culpable in, and that they had prior knowledge. I saw what you posted. Yeah. yeah Complaints have been made in the past. People have said the, the Bora Bora bungalows mm -hmm. 
reports of people feeding gators off of the Bora, Bora bungalows mm. were out there long before this happened. Right. And the staff had made recommendations that a offense be put in there. Nothing was done about it. There was an attack over at Fort Wilderness uh, a while back. People over at Coronado Springs uh, last year. You remember we covered on the show where Splash Mountain, hey, look, there's an alligator in here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and that's on video. Yeah. Now, yeah, they posted on video just how bad. So, I mean, it really is. It's quite a prevalent problem. And, mm-hmm. and now it, it's kind of come to light to everyone. Now, Disney has long known about this. Yes. Now you're seeing like former skippers coming out and saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I did the resort boats at night. And you see their eyes glowing in the distance uh, everywhere. I, yeah, it's, just, it's creepy to think about. Yeah. Just that they never thought to say anything. And, and, and not only that, that you're making this area beach. You're selling pails and sand buckets for people to go out and play in the sand. Mm-hmm. I, close the dang beaches. There's no it, reason. You, and even on that, on that, I mean, they like I, I was informed that they have like basically a drain pipe. You know, like you said, it goes from like, you know, the, the main body of water into these artificial lakes. Mm-hmm. Not an engineer. I mean, the most I've done with engineering is when we've done plusing. But this <laughs> one to me is pretty simple. You just got to put some sort of grate, you know, over the drain. Something that allows the water to still go through, but stops an animal from getting through. Yeah, but, you know? uh, no, but the animals can go on land as well. And then you know, the, the alligator can go on land. And basically, what all the experts, experts are saying is that there really is no way to keep them out of there. There really is nothing that they're Do like Trump said, build a wall, <laughs> make the alligators pay for they it. They can pay for it. <laughs> Leather skin wall. But you know what? I, I, I think they're right. I don't think there's no way that you can 100% make sure the alligators don't go in there. But I do think you could help the problem in yeah. by making sure that it looks like a lagoon again and not a swamp. I mean, they're, they're, okay, you're, you're this right. This is kind of or the aesthetics part. Four to six feet out from the beach. I mean, it just looked like... Re- I remember thinking, because we were going to run a sea racer, mm-hmm. and being like, man, don't get too close over there. You might get caught up in the in, in the in the reeds. So it, it was that noticeable. It was that bad. And again, now you're providing these animals with cover. Right. Now they can lurk, and no one's going to see them there. That's true. Yeah, maybe the Disney company and the way it used to be run would have taken measures to try and keep that lagoon safe so that way people can, on their vacation, go out and sit there by the sand and enjoy the view without being reminded of the the dangers right in front of them. But you don't see that. And and there again, hearkening back to the whole idea of not maintaining that lagoon, I think this is par for the course of what you're seeing from Disney, unfortunately, lately, where they're, they're cutting costs. They're cutting corners. They are not maintaining the same level of attention to detail that you used to see. It's funny. I'm looking at the pictures of the fencing on the thing, and I can see the reeds in the background. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a swamp from here. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know? Picture it when you used to go as a kid or you see post- photographs of it as a kid. The water was not that murky and, uh, and gross. Right. There was no way you ever stood on the beach and saw that. No, no, it looked like a beach. Exactly. It doesn't look like a beach anymore. And again, that just reeks of cost cutting. Mm-hmm. That's what I see when I see that. I mean, same thing as when you go to Narcoozy's now and you're like, hey, I'm going to get the surf and turf. No, we don't allow that anymore for people. We don't allow enhancements for people in the dancing dining plan anymore. What, the nickeling diming that you get while they still expect you to pay a premium, I think this is chickens coming home to roost kind of thing mm-hmm. where you cut costs and you cut corners for so long now that you allowed 
something to become dangerously unsafe. Right. And then when you realize it was unsafe and more and more alligators were settling into that location and you knew people were feeding them (laughs) from the resort balconies and and you did nothing. You just said, eh, but they won't attack a human. Yeah, because this is 10 years in the making, pretty much. Exactly. I mean, and, and it was yeah, just, this doesn't happen overnight, right? No. Right. It's a deteriorating condition that finally reached ahead. And it's unfortunate because it never needed to happen. Um, I agree. And any, anybody out there that still doesn't think Disney's to blame, I can guarantee you that any lawyer is salivating to take this case. Yeah, they'll pay you to take the case. Absolutely. If Disney was smart, they'd, they'd move to settle it quickly to keep this out of court, to keep this underpublicized. And I would sell it by telling the family, look, we'll give you this much money. And the best part about it is if you do this without filing a claim, you, you don't have to have a lawyer taking 40%. This all goes into your pocket. And, uh, Ooh, I, yeah. and if I was Disney, I'd factor in the fact that if I can settle this now, I won't have to be paying legal fees for people to defend me against something that I'm so clearly on the hook for. Oh, yeah. And um, there's no consolation to this family, I'm sure, right now. But I'm telling you, all you don't think that... Disney's at fault here. I can guarantee you one thing. This family will never have to worry about money another day in their lives. Well, here's a, here's a question for y'all. In fact, in fact, what, uh, if I was this family... What happened? One of my terms for settling this case is going to be... Lifetime pass? No, a little late. Lifetime pass. <laughs> How about take some? Screw, screw the pass. I might, I might put in for that. I don't know. I mean, you can't hold... Like, you know, people think that when you hold Disney accountable, you're holding the Imagineers. Right. And the Dreamers. And the people... no. You're holding the business side of this accountable, the yeah. Bob Igers, the people who are making the business decisions. Right. But what I, where I would go a little bit further on this is I would insist upon Little Lane Gray's getting a window on Main Street so that no one forgot his name. Wow. Yeah. Just some kind of tribute. A memorial. Yeah, a yeah. memorial of sorts for Disney to pay homage to this child. That's a crazy irony when you put it like that, too. Yeah, I, dude, it, I'm mad. I mean, I really am mad at this company. I mean, it could have easily been my child. It could have easily been my yeah, niece. It could have easily been my child. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It yeah. could have been anybody's child. Right. I mean, that's that, why it hits so hard. It does. You know, it absolutely does. And it, it, it angers you. It, it angers me so much that you demand so much money at you that I have to pay so much to feel this magical, wonderful. And the more you keep raising those prices, the more you keep asking for that, and the more you keep cutting back the thinner that line becomes and you yeah. start to see cracks in the foundation. That's right. And this, this wasn't a crack. This was an earthquake. And then we're going to turn into, not to make light, we're going to turn into a Royal Caribbean podcast in a very <laughs> short amount of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But having said all that, let, let, to try and bring this back, Yeah. again, it's tough love. We still love, I mean, you can't do a show like this yeah. and right. not have a love of this company. And, and again, I, I don't love Bob Iger. I don't love... Um, yeah, the suits. Yeah, I don't love the suits over there, but there are some magnificent dreamers over there. I mean, you saw it today where the new Frozen ride came out, and it looked magnificent. Yeah. I mean, um, I, disclaimer, I mean, we're three artists here talking, so it's like, you know, we're going to love the creators. But even this, uh, aside from that, we still love the creators, even re- regardless that we're artists ourselves. You yes. know what I mean? Mm. So we, we would still love that side versus the the suits. You know, it's funny. I, I watched that Shanghai opening and Bob Iger was on it. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. It, he was so flat. He was. <laughs> I was like, my God. Emotionless. Um, uh, I mean, and people brag on Eisner, but at least Eisner, I dug Eisner because I saw him almost every Sunday on yeah. the Wonderful World of Disney. He was doing something, interacting with an animated character, you know, all kind of stuff. But uh, Iger, holy Moses. 
Iger's evil. I mean, people who thought that they had a bad with Eisner, uh, you know, uh, forget it. I mean, what has Bob Iger done? I mean, the only thing that I can think that acquisitions, that's a bad yes. thing to be known for. He's, I know he's going to hold on so he can go on a high note, go out in a high note with uh, Star Wars land, but he has really ridden that company into the ground. This is definitely a dark spot on his, on his, on his career. <laughs> yes. There's a stain on, on Disney's soul. And um, this is not something you just walk away from. Like I said, there's blood in the hands. And again, it contributes to the overall feeling of um, not such a magical place anymore. Mm-hmm. Hopefully mm-hmm. it will be again. And I, and I think, you know, it's, it's easier than they think it is, but it's going to take time. You, you can't have this much happening this quickly. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to definitely going to take time, time. You know, they always say time heals, but mm-hmm. in this case, yeah, it's going to have to take time for everything to get back right. to what we knew as magical. Raising so. prices, uh, you know, what you call having $200 after hour ticket events that mm-hmm. no one buys tickets to because it's such a ripoff. Yeah. I mean, the, the things that they're doing to squeeze every last dime out of you right now while cutting back on so many things. And then, you know, you see something like this. I mean, it just, it reeks that the wrong people are in control of this yeah. company and it, and, it, and it makes you sad. And, and, you know, if you're upset that we're taking such a, you know, it's a view on this, you know, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of other podcasts that are super positive that'll probably take a different spin on this. Maybe if, even if they dare to tackle it, uh-huh. Uh, so that'll balance us out if you really need that in your life. But I mean, or uh, if you you really that mad, come on here and tell us that we're wrong. Exactly. Yeah. If you're that mad, I mean, we like I said, every opinion is welcome on this show. No joke. No mm-hmm. joke. And that comes just from experience. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show is because I wanted everybody's opinion. I wanted this to be a platform where everybody could say whatever they want. So if you disagree on any of the points that we've had on this show or any other shows. I mean, by all means, write us, man. Show at magicarway.com or even, you know, we got a voicemail. We got SpeakPipe. Um, the voicemail number, 1815 uh, one i am not going to do the thing. You can do the yeah, <laughs> like you're doing this the probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, one eight one five six six nine four two two six. I'll save the spiel for a, a regular show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just look, we're, we're thinking about you guys, uh, anybody that's been affected by this or mm-hmm. anybody that, you know, if you're just like us, yeah, we have a show. Um, we have young kids, like Danny said, that could have been any of our kids. Yes. And so we have a place to vent. If you need a place to vent, by all means, we, we would welcome you on the show. Absolutely. Um, if you have something you want to say, whether it, it agrees with us or have a different take with us or you disagree with us, um, we, what we, you are welcome on the magic our way podcast. And that's what I hope I hope that's what our, our places in the Disney fan community universe is a platform in which you guys can speak your mind. That's magic Absolutely. in itself, buddy. Yeah. And, so. and for any Loyal Mawekins out there that we may have upset with this, uh, we're sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not. I can't apologize for having a, a contrary opinion, but I mean, obviously, we don't want to. We don't want to be talking about this. But out of respect for regular listeners, you can't blame us for releasing this as a separate release mm-hmm. day than our normal Tuesday, our normal Tarat Tuesday. But, yes. Uh, Tarat. Um, you got to understand this podcast is a form of our own therapy. This is how we're working through our feelings on what happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we, you can find us on a lot of different social medias, man. Uh, you can find us anywhere. Um, if you want to know exact details, listen to any of our regular shows, and uh, we spell that out for you. S-A-W-F-T. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> So uh, on behalf of Eli and Danny and myself, man, we hope everybody has a great day, has a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here on the next Tuesday uh, on, our, on our next release date, our regular show date. And we promise to be more cheerful. And we, yeah, we'll be back to our normal selves. But we, we, we you know, we, we, we wanted to do this because we felt it would be a disservice if we at least didn't address it. 
Yeah. You know, every aspect of the Disney fan community. So guys, um, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.